0: What's up everybody and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we're going to continue with just a bunch of different tidbits of news and some notes from summer camp. The first thing I wanted to bring up was, I know I didn't talk about this yesterday because I was kind of waiting to see how it played out, but it's Masahiro Tanaka being hit in the head by a line drive. Some of you may have saw it, or sorry, sorry. Some of you may have seen the video of Masahiro Tanaka taking a liner off the head. It was a liner off the bat of John Carlos Stanton, um, during practice or like live ABs or something. Um, Stanton hits a line drive right back up the box and hits, it hits Tanaka. It looked like it hit him in the head. I think it did. They confirmed that. And on the video, you see the ball ricochet off Tanaka's head and it just stays in the air for a long time. So the, the amount of time the balls stay in the air and the distance it traveled, like it lands, over by the uh, on deck circle, like kind of like by the almost by the net, and that, that's like a really far distance. So people were like concerned, like, "Wow, that that was um, there must have been some serious um, exit velocity off the bat of Stanton." Which of course, that's normally the case with John Carlos Stanton, and you know, for someone to take it off the head, it was just like hoping he was okay. But the good news is that Masahiro Tanaka is okay. Uh, he suffered a mild concussion. Uh, you know, they took him to the hospital, right, when it happened. But, you know, he was released from the hospital uh, after not too long. So um, that's good. And he tweeted, uh, Tanaka tweeted that, you know, he's feeling it a bit, but um, he's doing a lot better. And uh, just yesterday, Aaron Boone told the media that they're hopeful Tanaka is actually going to be recovering and ready for the start of the season. So I think it was just, um, fortunately, it ended up being... A big scare it could have been worse because we've definitely seen things like that um, you know not end well but fortunately for the Yankees fortunately for everyone and Tanaka it ended well and for a guy like Stanton you know I, I can imagine him just like you know feeling so um, I don't know just being so shaken by the situation because he's hes suffered a, a fastball to the dome before or I guess to um you know what was it like the cheekbone? Right underneath his eye when he was um, with the Marlins, you know, coming off out of the hand of Mike Fires a few years ago. So, you know, Stanton definitely knows what that's like. He's suffered some injury due to some freaking accidents like that. So, I'm sure he wouldn't want that for his teammate or for anyone. But thankfully, Masahiro Tanaka is okay, and it seems like, you know, he'll be ready to go for Opening Day. So, that's that's good to know. Andrew Haney is expected to be the Angels' number one starter this year. You know, that that's not um, – it's probably not saying much, honestly, because, you know, this Angels team is a team that has needed pitching help for a very long time. Um, they – yeah, they, they still need pitching help. They got Julio Tehran in the offseason. You know, Griffin Canning is healthy again. But, you know, Shohei Otani is their best pitcher, and Otani's only going to pitch once a week. So you're going to need the other guys to step up. Andrew Haney is going to be their opening day starter. Um, uh, That's either going to be on July 23rd or 24th. The schedule is going to be released this week. I think today, actually. And actually, I'm just finding out that the Angels could actually be without Julio Terran to open the season because he still hasn't reported to summer camp. Um, You know, they say the MLB protocols are keeping him away from... Sorry, keeping Madden away from saying why Tehran isn't in camp. So, I mean, I I guess if we read between the lines, it could be something COVID-19 related. But um, based on when he he gets there and how much time he has available to stretch his arm out, um, that's going to determine his timeline for rejoining the team. So, if Tehran is unavailable to start the year, then you're going to have these other guys, Matt Andrezzi and Felix Pena, we are gonna take that spot? So as you can see, you know the the rotation is very thin in Anaheim. It's very thin, but you make do with what you have, and that's that really. And um, apparently, new Darvish, I'm sorry, Yu Darvish has added a new pitch to his arsenal. He has added an eleventh pitch. You know how when Yu Darvish first came over to the big leagues, it was like you know, a lot of attention over how this dude had like a million pitches. You know, pitchers always say they have like they have like eight pitches or whatever, but like three of them are fastballs, like variations of fastballs. And then like you know, you have like a, a four seam, a two seam, a cutter, and then maybe you have like a sinker, you know, a slider, curveball. It's just, I mean, yes. It's to me, to me, like the big ones are obviously you know fastball. Curveballs, slider, changeup. You have variations of that. I guess you have like a sinker, um, a sink ball, a sinker, which I guess it's like some people could say it's it's a variation of a fastball because I've seen some – There's some guys who can throw a sinker near triple digits. When I mean, you look at a guy like um, Jordan Hicks or a guy like um, Familia on the Mets. I remember like watching this dude pitch a couple years ago, throwing like high 90s with that sinker. It's It's unfair. But anyway – yeah, you Darvish has apparently added an eleventh pitch to his arsenal, and um, I I don't even know what to say. That that's just whatever he wants to call it. Um, sure, we'll, we'll give it to him, and whatever it takes to get guys out. But you Darvish is actually really good in the second half of the season last year. Quietly, you know, he got off to a rough start, you know, coming off of injury um, the year before. But um, he he got into a groove in the second half of the year last year and he's a strikeout pitcher when he's going you know um last season he finished with a three nine eight era but in the second half he had a two seven six era you know there was a time he had a five start stretch last summer with 44 strikeouts and no walks in 29 in the third inning so i think he's gonna have a good year for the cubs and the cubs are gonna lie rely on him uh pretty heavily and um you know, he threw—not that this really matters a whole lot—but um, you know, he he threw a two-inning outing in practice on Saturday. He was sitting ninety-four to ninety-seven with his fastball, and that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It looks like he's he's pretty ready. Like all these guys have been throwing throughout this whole quarantine and stuff, so they're ready to go. Um, I don't think velocity is going to be an issue. Pitchers don't really need to build their arms back. Um, at the beginning of the season as they would if this was, like, in April or something because they've been throwing this whole time. So that's all good. That is all I have for today. You know, just some news and notes from around camp. Tomorrow's going to be – I I think tomorrow's going to be even more eventful because we're going to get the schedule coming out today, uh, you know, as this new week begins. So we'll talk about that on tomorrow's episode. But if you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.